Okay, so I was browsing lovehoney.com and I purchased the Womanizer Premium 2. And let me tell you, this is a game changer. It is the most modern, sleek, quiet vibrator I have ever used. And you know your girl is well versed in the vibrators. Not only that, it's intuitive to touch, so it only works when it's touching your body. It has so many amazing intensity levels. It comes with different pieces because not all clits are made the same and it's waterproof yes you can use it in the shower and if you're a squirter it's safe and right now love honey is giving our special listeners 20 percent off with the link in this episode description that's right go to lovehoney.com and use code gmbc20 for 20 percent off i promise you you will not regret this happy vibrations Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, beesh. It's really Wednesday. Oh, today is really Wednesday. It is. It's hump day. How are you feeling? I feel good. I'm smoking. You know, we had a little last minute guest cancellation. So in Good Moms style and Mila Erica style, we scrappy as fuck. We just figure some shit out. And actually, I think this is going to be really cool. I think this episode is going to be actually interesting. We've never done anything like this before. I know. Shout out to whoever gave us a suggestion. Who was it? Because this is this was a good idea. So right now we're on live and people are going to join the live or type in uh, advice questions. So we can answer them and then you could be a guest on the show. Hey. Um, but first. Tarot time. Should I spell it? I'm gonna just close my eyes and select one. It's like I'm playing like a magic game. We pulled this yesterday. We did? The lovers. Oh wow. Isn't that crazy? <gasps> yeah, it is crazy. Um I've pulled this so many times in the last week. You told me that. And also I uh before that this fell out of the deck, which is the Ace of Cups. Um shout out to mahogany tarot deck it's the original tarot deck traditional style but all the images are black people um so yeah the lovers what what do they what does this mean it's usually about um success it's about um i think it's partnership partnership success i even think it's travel yeah travel it Mm -hmm. is travel um and before that ace of cups fell out and usually i don't really know a lot about uh the other day, like, I know more about, like, I don't know. I think the Ace of Cups, Ace is usually the beginning. How about this? And Cups, oh, your phone is working. <laughs> and Cups are for emotions. So it's the beginning of something new and bountiful, abundant. There's travel and there's love. There's partnership, strength and partnership. Okay. Love, new relationships, compassion, creativity. Mm. So with the Ace of Cups, divine love and compassion are pouring through you. You are a vessel for deep spiritual love from the universe, and you can't help but let the love flow through you and into the world. You receive love. You give love. You are love. Your heart 
overflows. Now is the perfect time for you to open your heart and experience the rich flow of emotion available to you right now. You are more receptive to creative opportunities, loving connections, and deep compassion for other living beings. As with all aces and tarots, this card comes as an invitation. Will you take it? Will you say yes? Yes. To divine love and compassion? Yes, I will. And will you run with it? I will. I'm running fast. Okay. Well, because the Ace of Cups carries the potential for spiritual and emotional fulfillment, but only if you embrace it with an open heart. (sighs) I'm opening my heart. Mm -hmm. Mm, That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Wow. Look at that. Look at God. Mm. So, oh, also we have an affirmation, right? What is our affirmation? I don't know. I'm just saying it's affirmation. Oh, I was time. like, we do. You have one, Michigan. You no, I'm just sticking to the schedule. A good job. <laughs> I can think of one. Does anyone else have an affirmation? Um, hmm. Okay, the affirmation is going is. <laughs> I have it. Okay, I am open to divine love in whatever shape or form it takes. I am open to divine love in whatever shape or form it takes. Because I was like, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch. That's what I was going to do. I'm not going to take your shit. I'm, I was listening to that to, in the other uh, the other day uh, with Irie in the car. <laughs> and she was like, Mommy, who is this? And I said, Baby Tate. <laughs> <laughs> not so serious, Baby Tate. And she was like, who? I was like, Baby Tate. She's like, Baby Fake? I was like, no, Tate. And she's like, I like this song. I was like, I know. I know. I wouldn't even be mad if you said bitch at the, in this song. I really, I really, if they curse during good songs, I, I could turn them. My daughter's so good. She literally no, will your skip daughter, every word. Like, no. She was cursing? Yes. <gasps> Iris the one, I'd be like, first of all, she knows all the lyrics. She I does. don't even know all the lyrics. <laughs> I don't know how she even knows these words. Second of all, she'd be saying the words. I'd be listening. And they don't think I, li- they don't think I'm paying attention. She even taught Luna that in the Savage song, the Savage remix song, instead of saying like, bitch, you say chick. Oh no, the Doja Cat, uh, what's that shit? The Saweetie best friend. Oh, uh, she a real, real bad, bad chick. chick. Yeah. Uh, she did. T- I'm happy because Luna, she, she was saying ratchet. All the other ones. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm like, wow. Are we doing? Am I doing a good job? My daughter nursing those all the hoochie songs. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, yeah, I'm a savage, classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm really. I hope she's singing this at her very white school. She is. <laughs> those kids are singing it too, for sure. Um, oh my God, speaking of that, there's, did I tell you this? There's always like, so, uh, Luna goes to the elementary school that I went to and it's in a predominantly like white area and it's always been white, even when I was in fucking kindergarten. So there is this dad who's always, he's always in a Tesla and he's always jamming his rap music specifically. It's like, yeah, I think it's like, I'm a savage or like a very like female, rap <laughs> ratchet song it's always the same song he's always oh, the jam- same song yeah he's always <laughs> jamming to it in the line for school on ventura i've seen him also on ventura so um you know a couple times i'll stop as i'm walking up the hill and like oh yeah we see you you know type of thing and so the other day he was doing it again as he daily does he's in a good mood and you should see his son's face his son is pissed so me and um luna are walking down and i see i hear overhear some other parents like oh my god it's like he's 15 I, he does this every like i know every time like he's 15 and i, I was like these stuffy ass fuck ass 
bored ass parents <laughs> hating on my nigga in the car, <laughs> car, having fun every day. So again, after I heard them talking shit halfway point through, I, I looked over and I, you know, just broke it down a little bit in the street to shout them out and kept it moving. I'm like, what? I have to, and Luna was like, what? I was like, those parents are fucking haters. They do sound like some haters. I was like, I, but low key, Irie, she makes me turn on my music when I pull into her school. I'm pretty sure her dad does this abrasively when he pulls in, like is blasting his music when he's pulling into the school. So when we pull in, she's like, "Mommy, can you can you lower the phone? Can you lower it?" I'm like, "We're listening to Run the World. What the fuck? It's Beyonce. We were just like going crazy." And she's like, "Can you please lower it?" So I do because I don't want to be that. She. I also notice how she kisses me before we get to the through the gate. She looked around the other day. Wow. Yeah. That's, hap- that's happening. She looked a fucking around and was like, the disrespect. What the fuck? The disrespect. Um, damn. Like you bring people into the world, you feed them every day, you clothe them, you put a roof over their head, and they're just like, fuck you. Don't kiss me in front of people. <laughs> Came out of your vagina. Don't need to do much more. Relax. <sighs> we love our kids. I do. I do. I just want her to love me back. I know. Today, Irie gave me a foot massage in the morning. Yeah. She woke up before me. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, actually, she, oh my God, she like really took care of me today. <laughs> she woke up before me, which was crazy. She woke up at 6.15. I was like, she was like, mom? <laughs> From the other room. That's all I hear. Mom? I'm like, Irie? She comes in and then she cuddles me and then she massaged my toes. Oh, so nice. And then so cra- cracked each and every one of them. That's so kind. <laughs> I'm not the teacher learning how to do that. Wake up early. <laughs> Set an alarm. Don't <laughs> <laughs> wake mama up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um so we have some questions here. Okay. Are we gonna let people dial in or are we gonna answer? I don't know. I mean we can we can start with a dial in. Someone asked, like, what's the best way to break up with someone? text no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm joking ghost <laughs> don't say shit <laughs> break up with them in your head they'll get it they'll get it eventually <laughs> that's a total joke um i would just say yeah to do it nothing to it but to do it you know the longer you wait the harder it's gonna be just be honest i know that's the worst advice i hate that advice but just be honest i'm bored yeah, I mean, I broke up with someone, I guess, like, it's been almost a year and a half now. And it was like, we went for a walk. <laughs> I went to his house. I said, we should we should go for a walk. <laughs> a walk. We walked down the stairs. He was, like, trying his best. I keep, I think he knew it was coming. He was trying his best. <laughs> the one, my like, favorite. Opening every door. My favorite. Like, massaging my neck and shit. Yeah, your favorite. <laughs> your fellow cancer. Yeah. And... Yeah, we just, you know, we talked about everything that had been going on in the relationship, which was a lot of bullshit. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) And I was just like, you know, I just, yeah, just with all that said, it's not going to work. It's not, it's not working. That's all you can say. It's not working. This isn't serving me anymore. That's literally what I said. I was like, this doesn't serve me anymore. It doesn't feel good to me anymore. When I... You know, when we talk, it doesn't feel like we're hearing one another. We've tried everything. I feel like we've really given it a chance. We went to therapy, my nigga. <laughs> Never we went to therapy, Never my nigga. Never forget the time Erica had a six-month relationship and went to I was a therapy. therapy. Three months into the six-month relationship, <laughs> bitch. Bless your heart. I, Bless your heart, my love. I love you. <laughs> Look, can't nobody tell me I didn't try. Imagine being her friend like, uh-huh, super normal. 
Even my therapist was like, you know, this isn't normal. I was like, if the therapist is telling you, why the fuck are you here, bitch? Like, if your therapist is passing you post-it notes, (laughs) run. Bless our therapist. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was my breakup. And yeah, it was just like, this isn't serving me anymore. It doesn't feel good. And of course, niggas will try to push back. But you just have to really have the boundaries and leave immediately. Don't linger around and try to be like, well, now that we're broken up, we can just like be friends, right? No. Go. Flee. And don't talk for at least 45 days. That's my advice. Yeah, that's great advice. (laughs) Also, block each other on Instagram so you don't go stalk each other's shit. It's still going to happen. No, you have to. You can't do it if you really want to be broken up. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what I'm doing wrong? (laughs) I... Okay, maybe I stalk a little bit. Not that I care. I just want to see what's going on. I don't on. care. I'm just don't looking. Really, I'm just looking. <laughs> la, 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 <laughs> uh. Don't care at all. <laughs> oh, MG. Oh, my God. The last time I called myself stalking someone. First of all, I know I'm a stalker because the page is gener- always private. But sometimes I'll just check to see maybe if it got public. And the what this was obviously super intentional for me. And I looked over there and I looked at the stories because I'm even crazier. And I don't I didn't even do it from a private like a, a secret page. It was my page. And um, he was like posting another girl. And it was really soon after we had. Well, we didn't even break up. He just left and never came. Back. <laughs> that sounds so sad, baby. Oh, my God. It was, sad. it was really sad. I said, get the fuck out. But then. <laughs> And he did, and then he never called me again. <laughs> wow, I, it was sad. I'm kind of sad about it. Anyway, I went to go stalk over there, and he was posting another bitch. And I was like, yeah, this is what my bitch ass gets. <laughs> <laughs> Not this is what my bitch ass gets. That's how I felt. Like, wow. Like, it was so intentional. Well, I, I mean. It was well, like, I'm so happy with you. You make me breathe. <laughs> I'm like, how? We were just together two weeks ago. That's what it said? It was some shit like that. Not you making me free. No, it's like, I'm the happiest. You, I'm at my happiest when I am with you. I'm like, but you were just with me for a year. Poor girl. (laughs) She's just a pawn. I think it was like even an old video. I don't even think it was recent. They must be really having old videos to bring out of the... Like when they need to like pull some shit out to make someone jealous or believe they didn't get beat up. They do that. It's crazy. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so those are two different ways to break up but I hope you can use one of them <laughs> probably Erica's <sighs> that was a good one any other questions you might have some questions oh we do we have questions in there the oh, question mark? oh wait okay. and we have a request someone wants to come in hi hi oh, you guys are beautiful as always well, thanks, thank you bro. so are you <laughs> thank you what's your advice question what's your name Janae. Oh, Janae, right. What's your advice question, Janae? So I am really, like, going through it as far as making a huge life decision, and I need your advice. Um, So my background has always been in, like, the business side of healthcare, but I've also done, like, production stuff, like production assistant, camera work, stuff like that. And um, so even though our mayor sucks, they launched this, uh, like, film uh, workshop, and they didn't pick me. I wanted to be in the camera department, and they didn't pick me, and I was devastated about it because it's something I really wanted, 
um, to, I don't do monotony very well as far as schedule. Um, so I'm kind of at a cross because we're still in this pandemic bullshit and I'm just like trying to figure out, okay, should I go back to old faithful and work a healthcare job and, you know, see if what the hell happens in five years with the world or should I just try to be creative and figure shit out on the creative side on my own? Well, you know what we're going to tell I you, know. girl. That's like a... Girl. <laughs> I on? mean, what? okay. Do you feel like you're in a position financially that you can, you'll have, like, that you could be okay for a second so that you could do that? Or is this, are you risking it all? Is this a risk it, risk it all decision? It is a risk it all. I guess that's the part I should have mentioned. Like, um, when I left my job in August, um, I was like the standard six, seven months out as far as savings or whatever. But now it's getting tight. <laughs> so, like, I'll be good this month. But next month, I'm, like, trying to figure out where my money's going to come from. And I'm actually fighting with a client right now um, about my check. It's been a month since I worked for them. And um, so I'm just like, do I want to kind of mess with my finances right now? Or do I just want to make sure that I have money for my bills next month and moving forward until the season for production stuff picks up? Okay. I think you may want to take maybe a part-time job. On some old faithful, I, this is what I know. This is my trade. This is definitely going to have a check type shit. And in the meantime, you need to actively be. I mean, like, I, are you a mom? You, you're a mom. No. Oh well, I mean, I'll do it. You yeah, good? Just, just do it. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, live your life. Live on a couple of couches. You, you figure know, it out. A cup of noodles. <laughs> shit. I mean, I feel. I feel like when you have to like do what you love, be happy. You know, your happiness is important. And I think when you lead with that, everything else kind of gets taken care of at some point. I mean, obviously, you know what you have to do, but like, I think there's hella jobs. If you needed a waitress for a cup for a part time at night, that shit is always available. I did it for many years and made much money and met a lot of people. So like, I think you just have to also just like ask yourself a few questions. Am I really ready to like embark on this? Am I am I willing to sacrifice? Am I like, you, you know, like, because obviously even choosing the creative journey it's 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 not for the faint of heart (laughs) it's you know but when you are living in your purpose and doing what you have to do it doesn't matter because every time you show up for work you're gonna feel at you're gonna feel activated you're gonna feel ready to do it and so i mean i'm a more like I, i believe that you should follow your dreams but i also for me like i need a little bit of like like the part-time job situ- thing was is a crucial. Like I feel like you need to build like some stability so that you have the space to be creative. So yeah, you have so you the have space. Your, yeah, because if you're stressed you, in any in any job, either if you make a lot of money or not, if you're stressed in any capacity, then it's not you're not going. You're gonna have stress. But it just depends what kind of stress you're trying to have. Like, yeah, survival stress. Do I have somewhere to go tomorrow? Stress. That's just a dire stress. That's on the high stress alert system. <laughs> but I think it will come to you, and you, you know, and. <clears throat> and all the moves will make sense in, in due time. Yeah. Can you like take a healthcare job that gives you a lot more flexibility? You know what I mean? Like only work part time. And then the other part of the time you're dedicated to your art and that's your job. And that's the thing I've like explored that. There's been a few nights where it's like, I can't sleep. So I'm like, 
let me see. And I'm sorry about the keys because I know you all are recording. Um, but most of the things that offer that flexibility that I'm yearning for require some type of clinician uh, aspect. And I was doing like consulting work and, you know, stuff like that. So nothing as far as like um, cardiac tech or anything like that. So it kind of sucks in that regard. Okay, well, I think it will work out, but good luck, and thank you for joining our show today, and we're sending you all the good energy for all the things that you want. Make a list. Write it, write it, write it down. Thank you so much. Write it down. I will. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 You have to hang up, because we don't know how. <laughs> That was fun. Okay, let's see if there's any other. Do you stay married because it's comfortable or divorce and find someone to connect with? Girl, don't do anything because it's comfortable. If you're not happy, it's time to get the fuck on. Uh, we haven't. Oh, Willie Jones. He's so cute. Hi. Hi. You're so fine. You're so fine. Look at all cute. Your orange beanie. Good morning. Where are you? Are you back in Nashville? I'm back in Los Angeles. I got out here yesterday. Oh, shit. Come on. What are you doing tonight? Meet us in Hollywood. We're going to DM you our locations. (laughs) Okay. Say no more. Cool. So, you guys, I met Willie... One night, like a month ago, I went to... uh, What's that spot? The Sofitel? They have the... um... No. Actually, Willie... I met Willie the night before. What? I met Willie the night before. And I was wearing a jacket. Oh, at Delilah. I was wearing oh. a jacket with fringes on it. And I think he was wearing a jacket with fringe on it. And I was like, <laughs> I like your jacket or something. And we had a... <laughs> oh, my God. I was drunk, girl. I don't remember that. You weren't you with should... me. Oh, I was like, what? I, I, you weren't with me. I met him separately the night before. And I just came up to him and went like this. <laughs> I guess that was the that was the symbol of we are from the same tribe. <laughs> and then we ran into him the night Next, after. Yeah, at Sofitel. And said, and he said, Merchant Man with the jacket. And I said, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we had a deep combo. We did. We did. Which I'm still on the case. One of the reasons I am out here. But we can talk about that. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to hear that, Willie. I really am. How do you break up with someone? I want to ask a man. How, do, how, how have you broken up with women in the past? Is it like... Oh, in the- <laughs> well, my first breakup was like, it was high school. She was like my high school sweetheart. And... She moved away, and it was just, we was in high school, and yeah, and I just called her on the phone, and I was like, you know, I love you, and we've been together for all these years, and I'll always be here for you, but this ain't working out. Mm. And then she was like, but she, and she was real quiet at the time, she had just moved, and she was like, well, who's going to be my friend? And I was like, I'll still be your friend. (laughs) And then another, another time. It was bad. I just, I just got really. I was just in my head, like towards the end of the relationship, and I just started to shrink myself, man. And like for like an hour, and she was like, "Do you want to break up with me?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Not just you want to break up with me. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I do. yeah, actually, yeah, I do." <laughs> and I, never again. Now I like to communicate and talk, and I don't like to leave motherfuckers with like questions especially when it's like disturbing a peace and i'm like i can offer you some kind of peace 
I like to communicate now because that's just the easiest thing for me. Because if I hold stuff in, my I, I start to forget how to dress. I forget. Not how to dress. It's true. It'll fuck up your whole <laughs> swag. It fucks all your shit up. Like, <laughs> Thank all right, you. Willie. We'll see you tonight. We're gonna hit you up tonight. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me up. Okay. Bye, Bye boo. Well, I love Willie. <laughs> I love him too. What a nice guy. When I met him, I just was like immediately like drawn to him. Yeah. And we just started talking like straight up, had the deepest conversation like right off the bat. I remember. I, I, I was in the corner and y'all were over there and I was like, me and him were like, yeah, I know. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> I know you're like, come here, come here. Look at this picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I've been trying to keep it sexy and literally like a kitten gets it popping. Every month, they send a very special subscription box to your house. You don't have to leave the house. You don't have to park. You don't have to pick the shit out. It's perfect. They have lingerie, little toys. Last week, I got some nipple tassels, and that keeps the shit sexy as fuck. I know. They even have a BYOB box, a.k.a. build your own box. Girl, last time, I got handcuffs, robes, massage oils. Every category you can think of, they have. Everything is within reach. And what's amazing is the box only costs $79. And some of the vibrators are loan retail for $79. So the entire box of six gifts is a steal. And right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash GMBC or enter GMBC at checkout. Again, just go to likeakitten.com slash GMBC or use promo code GMBC to get 20% off these incredible boxes. <sighs> emails, laundry, groceries, the list goes on. There's a lot that's on your to-do list, but what should be at the top? The answer is you, girl. This year, put yourself first with the help of Dipsy. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories, and now they even have brand new written stories. And they also have wellness sessions to help you wind down and explore and sleep sessions to help you drift off. And guess what? For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash goodmoms. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash good moms dipsy stories.com slash good moms you're welcome. you're welcome i've noticed my morning routine can really make or break how my day goes and how it plays out whether i'm hitting the gym or hitting the snooze button i make sure i'm gonna have the best day every day by starting with bloom oh i know bloom nutrition makes it easy and delicious to give your body what it needs to feel your best inside out. Their greens and superfood powder blend fights bloating, helps digestion, increases natural energy, and keeps your skin fucking glowing. Mix it in water or a smoothie to add to your daily routine. It comes in four delicious flavors. Coconut, mixed berry, my favorite, citrus, and original. And guess what, guys? Right now, Bloom Nutrition is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase of their greens and superfoods blends when you go to Bloom New dot com slash good moms that's b-l-o-o-m-n-u dot com slash good moms for 15 percent off your purchase you're welcome um i think we have some more advice questions let's see let's see um how do you keep it together if you're constantly ridiculed for something you didn't choose but just happens like a pregnancy and a dna test what wait what <laughs> Wait, does that what it says at the end? Yeah. Wait, okay. 
need to say it again? How do you keep it together when you're constantly ridiculed for something you didn't choose but just happens, like a pregnancy and a DNA test? Oh, like someone's constantly ridiculing you by having about having to by, about getting pregnant and having to get a DNA test. I mean, shit happens, boo. That's fuck them. I mean, literally, at least you got the DNA test. Some bitches just be like, it's you. <laughs> Well, you know, like you're welcome. I was, I kept it real, and now you should shut the fuck up about the being ridiculed. Because, Science said it was you, boo. I mean, what do you want from me? It's just this is what happened, and this is the result of what happened. And beat it if you can't get with it because it's already happened, right? Um, how can I build my confidence? I think I'm doing it right. Then I feel like I'm not. Well, that's that's the confidence journey. <laughs> that's the confidence journey. It's you feel like you're getting ahead, and then. You take a few steps back and then you have to get there because you still haven't healed from there. And then you heal that part and then you move forward and go back. And it's just like until one day you wake up and finally that part is healed. Okay, so there's the how to help my child to the sorrow of her forming of her father forming a new family with a wife and a kid. She is devastated. Hmm. I wonder how old she is. She might be a little bit older or who knows. But that's a really tough one. Um Especially if you are also going through it too. Could you imagine like trying to be there for your kid and also, I mean, you haven't, you haven't really experienced the whole thing, but like, I mean, a sibling. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely, I've in my situation, my ex now has two kids with, with two different women, um, which was the first one was a complete shock. And the second one was pretty much a shock as well. Um, We weren't together anymore, but it doesn't, I would it'd be a lie if I said it didn't terribly affect me, you know, and devastate me in a way, especially when you are like the first baby mama and you kind of I don't know. There's like this hierarchy. There's this like I'm the first. We've shared this thing together, this first together. We shared like we intentionally made this child together like that when it's when you're no longer alone on that island it feels triggering. It feels egotistical. It feels like someone has stabbed you in the fucking heart and ripped it out. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Snatched your crown. <laughs> I'm totally fine, guys. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I know. I, know. I am. I am. Um, but it took me a long time to say that and be and say I am, you know. But for my daughter, I mean, I didn't really experience that. She was actually excited about it. She didn't really have a concept of what it meant because honestly, she doesn't remember us together. So it was just like daddy was having, you know, another baby. I think she always wants us wanted like she feels the love that we've shared because I think it's just innately part of her. Um but she was excited. So I don't I think like I think the way if it wasn't that way, it would have to really be a lot of reassuring of like that we're still a family. It would have to be a lot of conversations with him about like making her feel supported. It would really I don't know, like I would take it as an opportunity to talk to him and his new woman or even if i mean even therapists like therapists offer uh, support for family therapy in ways that are not just like we're a happy family but there are ways to like you know include you know for sure therapy is crucial but i think also like the family has to be has to support her yeah has to support her and if they don't i mean i i would say 
don't try and overly, overly compensate with like material things. I think sometimes parents do that. If like one parent is missing or something is there in order to fill that void, they like give a lot of shit. And I think sometimes it's just like offering the uh, conversation. How are you feeling? Checking in with them, giving them the opportunity to talk about it and let them know that their feelings are justified and okay. And also honestly, like I know we want to protect our kids from everything, but this is real life shit. And she's going to have to like, sometimes real life shit hits early. Sometimes it happens sooner than we want it. That's life, you know? And I mean, obviously support her and do all those things but also she has to understand too like this is life and things will things change and maybe there's beauty in it too like i don't know if, <clears throat> i don't know what the situation is on the other side um but i think it's just it's life essentially yeah um that remind that there's another question about uh someone how how long should you wait to introduce your kid to someone you're dating? She said she, her daughter loves her dad so much and she thinks she'll be shady. And I mean, like that's another thing. Like it's life. It's not super calculated. Unfortunately, there's no like universal age that makes it like, or time six weeks, six months, you know, that is a perfect time to introduce someone. I think, I think sometimes people wait too long and then you fuck around. They don't like each other at all. And you're like, damn, it's not going to work. I mean, do you have male friends? Because, Essentially, that's what this person is, is coming around to, you know, and not immediately just, hey, this is mommy's boyfriend all of a sudden. Like you ease into that. You build the trust that she needs to know. Oh, this is someone that my mom can rely on. Oh, this is my mom's friend. Okay, cool. And hopefully that, you know, you get to that point. So I think that's another thing is like not and I mean, me me and Mila have talked about this a lot, like not having like this Prince Charming come in out of no fucking where and it being like a Disney movie. Like Like, this is my mommy's man now. And like, yeah, like like mommy's allowed to have male friends. Mommy's allowed to have male friends around my daughter. You know what I mean? Like we often separate and villainize men as like these things. Predators. Yeah. And it's like Like automatically every man is a predator. And that is not to say that you need to have some. That's not to say that everyone needs to meet my child okay no it's not to say that but i think that we need to normalize our kids and our our kids seeing us <laughs> just in different spaces with different people and sometimes that includes like male friends and i'm sure that you have your kid around male friends but you just don't associate it that way because you're not fucking them and like i introduced my kid to like two guys i dated in the last two years and um, she liked them both a lot. And, you know, I had an I had a weird part, like epiphany the other day when I was like in the car and I was like, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for those two guys for like the role they played in her life. And like, even though it didn't work out on both like occasions and we don't talk and whatever, but like. They were really kind to her. They each taught her different things. You know, like one was like, like very interactive and took us like camping and shit. And like, that was really a good like experience for her. The other one like spoiled her a lot. And like, I think she understood like how it felt to be spoiled by a man. And I appreciate that. Like I thought I I was at the end of the day, despite like how those things ended, which I wish I wish I don't wish that we could still be friends so that they could maintain a a friendship. That's the only thing it's like, I've also had to teach her. I love them. 
them and they were cool but sometimes friendships end and it's okay and I still love them we just don't talk because like that is, it just doesn't work out that way you know sometimes you grow out of friendships and that's been a cool like not a cool lesson to teach but it's also a necessary one and had someone maybe taken more time to teach me that I would probably have less psycho attachment issues and want to keep people <laughs> forever and have a like please stay don't you love me so I think it could be an opportunity and it's, you're the mom and you know how close you are with that person and you know when it's time and you need to trust that amen <clears> Hi. <throat> okay, anyone want a video request I don't see any more video request um, there's some more advice questions though Um, girl, how do you sort your mind and not get overwhelmed when you have a lot you need to do? Tori, how do you what? Sort your mind. When you're overwhelmed to have a lot, but you got shit to do? Yeah, and you have, and you have, when you have a lot you need to do. Go for a walk. Post-its. Yeah, post-its. And then, pri- like, what is priority? Go for a walk. Put your feet in the grass. <laughs> Immediately. And. Yeah, ground. Also, sometimes just call it. <laughs> Call it a motherfucking day. You can't win them all. Okay, Pearly B. I'll give you a moment. Um, let's read another one. Um, oh my God, peep. Someone said a planner. I've never been able to use a planner. I lose them. I have like 12. I can't. Do I have 12 notebooks and 12 planners, all with separate notes that make no sense. <laughs> I'm in therapy, but my parents also need it. How do I encourage them to get help and tell them in therapy without offending them? Mm. Mm. Oh, girl. And not everybody's going to go on the therapy journey with you, boo. Like you can like, obviously you can, what you could do is if you could try invite them to your therapy session first, um, maybe say like, make them feel like you're bringing them in to like, you know, talk to them about something and then, you know, take it from there. But honestly, like not everyone's going to be on with therapy, especially I feel like honest, unfortunately, like the older, older people they yeah. want to talk about their business. Yeah. Sunny also asked that kind of goes with this question is, hi, Sunny. Um, how to start repairing a relationship with your mother who plays the victim all the time? Mm. My mom plays a lot of victims, but, um, you know, it's really about being patient, being patient and like dabbing in, seeing if she, how ready she is. If, if you ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ducking out. You just kind of like, where are you right now? And, you know, me and my mom are in a good place and I'm happy, but like. I, I understand the um, irritation with that. In fact, something so crazy. She does play the victim all the time. And she did something a couple weeks ago that was like some shit. And she was like defensive. And she was like, you don't need to yell at me. And I, I had this epic opportunity to shift the like generally how she is like the thing. And I was like, it's OK. I was like, it's OK. We all fuck up. I fuck up. This was an epic fuck up. So she couldn't not not be responsible. It was like the only she was the only person <laughs> responsible. <laughs> There's no one else to deflect on but her. So she was like, she got quiet, and I was like, it's okay. We all fuck up. I'm like, I fuck up. It's all good. I'm not getting on you. I'm like, but it happened. Like, let's figure it out. What do you think is next? You know, like, what do you think? Like, I don't know. This is this is what could possibly happen. You know, like weighing out the options. But like, I was making sure for her to know, like it's okay because I don't feel like I've gotten that grace from her a lot. And I felt like it was like a, um, an opportunity to lead by example almost and an interesting and, and show shift. her like, this is how I want to be treated. Yeah. 
And Remember that time I did that, mom? Why can't, like, do that for me? Can you show? Yeah. So I was just like, calm. And it, it is difficult. Like, just the patience is a constant, like, exercise at exercising how much you can grow your patience. That was big of you. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if I had that in me. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to get that. I need to get that. Yeah. I mean, I think a part of being a, a like, a, child as an adult is that you begin to especially in this generation you begin to parent your parents and you kind of realize that they're unhealed and that they've made mistakes because they don't know shit really you know just like we don't know shit like there there are our vessels are aging but like sometimes your mind doesn't necessarily evolve and Mm -hmm. like a lot of times you know if you're not pushing for that and that and and you become kind of the parent and they're the child and it's kind of like understanding like taking away that um super mom super dad perspective and that you can be more forgiving and have more patience for them like you would for your kid because you realize you're just in those bodies it's true wow that was really deep but also what stuck with me when you said that was the pushing for it because i feel like even the most evolved people have to continue like pushing to to grasp more, to understand more. You know what I mean? So many people just stop or they don't even they're like, this is good enough. Like, oh, there's a lot going on. I'd rather not. Let's just like stay here. For it's a uncomfortable. While. Like it, yeah. it's it's I don't want to be different. Growth is so uncomfortable. It's so annoying. Because you get com- <laughs> you get comfortable in being angry. You get comfortable in being mad. You get comfortable in being at being defensive. You get comfortable taking things personally. Just like you get comfortable in being in a miserable marriage and not and blaming the other person instead of taking responsibility for your life and for your shit and from saying like I'm cool. Like you get comfortable in all of that sadness and the the not evolving and it's like both are hard though. Mm-hmm. But once you but I mean it's so worth it but it's just it's not easy it's not easy to get over there no it's not oh someone said they love what these queens i love what y'all queens do i think we need more of it keep on going thank Thank you. you we going baby we going um should i tell my friend how to tell should I tell my friend how to tell her I've just been ignoring it, but he keeps progressing. They just got married last year after being together eleven years. Wait, I think I saw some of this story. This is not a full question. Oh wait, here it is. But this last year he started sending dick pics videos of him jerking off on Snapchat. I tell my husband every time, but he acts dumb as if he doesn't know what he did. Wait, 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 what? Your what? friend's husband is sending you jerk off pictures? Your friend's husband and you're and you're you're married. She's married. She's married. She tells her husband. What? I think you need to join. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't decode this, Frederick. I but I do need to know. How do you deal with anxiety without putting the energy off on your kid? Whew. Girl, take a I walk. Mean, you're not <laughs> going to you're not going to win them all. You're not going to win it all every time. You're going to fail. But the fact that you're even aware of it is step one. Because some people just have no self-awareness and are just constantly just being mean to their kids because they have anxiety and are stressed out. I mean, to be honest, like kids 
are super loud and annoying. And so it, <laughs> the noise level doesn't really help with the anxiety, but it is very healthy that you notice like, this is my, this is a personal problem. And actually all this shit really doesn't need to get done right now. And actually I need to just tend to my child and be kind and patient and sit, like put my phone away. And, you know, at least you're realizing that you're doing it and apologize. I think also what helps me in those moments is really just being present and knowing that this moment that where we are right now, this age that she's in, this this innocence that she possesses, I'm not one day I'm going to wish I could be back here in this moment and wish I could have like done it better for her. I know. know? And then that gives me excitement because now she's off in the world, not giving a fuck, doing whatever the fuck she wants, not calling me. And she's in Europe fucking abroad in college. And I don't know where she's at. (laughs) And all I could wish was that I just would have paid attention to her when she was eight and wanted to fucking, you know, build a gingerbread house. I know. I think about that all the time. I'm like, one day she's going to be like a teenager and I'm going to look up and I'm going to be like, oh my God, whatever I was working on on Instagram was not important. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And it's just like, yeah, I, I, that shit haunts me and that she's never going to be. And even looking at her now, I'm like, you're so tall. You're going to be bigger than me. You're so beautiful. Like who the f- and how she talks. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so that I always, I always think of this is the last time she's going to be this age at this time at this moment and like take every second of it. I never try and take any of it for granted. Also, weed. Weed. Also, weed. Weed is kind of crucial. If you don't smoke it, consider it. <laughs> or maybe eat it. Eat it, smoke it. Rub it on I you. don't know. Do the, do something. Supplements. Oh, my God. We finally got a video request. Not thank you, Erica. I don't want to repeat the cycle of me and my mom's Ronaldo. Who is Ronaldo? <laughs> Hi, hey. boo. Okay, so I'm obviously, like, naturally co-signing everything you girls are saying, but, like, I really want to talk about, even, like, with self-awareness and just, like, awareness of, like, human beings and yourself and life, why do friendship breakups still fucking hit, even as you get older? I'm, like, in my 30s, and anytime it happens, even though deep down I'm like, I knew it about this bitch, I just knew it. (laughs) It's still, like... I don't know. It hurts. That shit hurts harder than like, you know, intimate breakups with like people you're romantic with. I think because first of all, it doesn't matter how fucking self-aware evolved any of that shit. Like you still have feelings, you know, everybody has feelings and you have to feel them. That's why they're called feelings. There's nothing like that means you. someone told me like that means you're human. You know, if you stop feeling shit, then what the fuck? Like, then you're some fucking sociopath. So I just, I think you put, especially when you're a loyal ass friend, like these two water bitches sitting up here, like when you really love people, I think it does sting. You're like, damn, I really fucked with that person. I really gave them my loyalty. I really did these things. And so it's like the fucking audacity. Erica just had a falling out with a friend recently as a 30 something year old. How did did I? Yeah. When? Recently? Like, oh, I'm like, wait, hold on. (laughs) You know what? That shit did really hurt and piss me off. You know why I think it is? It was just as you're asking this question, I was like, oh, my God, this is is this only. okay. I don't want to say this is true for me, but it is a little bit true. Is it because we expect men to leave? Whereas like like romantic partners were expect to expire. But friendships we like hold in this other regard where like when it does, we're like, what the fuck? Like you're you're not supposed to leave. Like, I'm not even yeah, fucking right. you. I don't know. Um, I feel it's weird, too. I feel it's weird, too, depending on the friendship, right? Not weird, but, like, in my my friendships, I like to, like, pursue it and treat it the same way I would, like, an intimate relationship. You know what I mean? Like, the same importance, the same love, on different levels, obviously. So, 
it just like hurts extra. It just hurts extra. And I find too, when you're older, people can be shystier. So like you would think it's like a breakup and it's done, whatever. But then like, you know, they're going out of their way to be friends with your friends now. And like, they're popping up where you popping up. And it's like, I've like been crying over you for days, girl. Like, and you're just trying so hard to like be close to the people that I'm close with. So like, you know what I mean? So anyways, that's like my thing lately is like, my, my younger cousin was telling me about this, like, bad friendship breakup she had. And I was like, girl, I wish I could tell you it gets better, but it actually gets worse. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize. Is this a real, is this an, like an epidemic that's happening? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I haven't had that many friendship breakups. I think, like, I don't really, I don't. Maybe you are more of a friendly bitch than I am and I have lots of friends, but I, I don't, I generally have like my, my friends. I've, of course I've made friends throughout, even throughout this, this, our journey in podcasting, but I don't know. I haven't had that many friendship breakups. I had one recently, which was, but I kind of knew that was coming and I know the type of bitch she was. You know, you always do you are, yeah, I know the type of bitch she was. It didn't make me, I was pissed, but usually, you know what? Usually the thing is being self aware and being older is that, when it happens, you're just like, yeah, that, that bit, like, you do know. Like, yeah. even I, like prior to uh, the beginning of me and Erica starting this podcast, I had a pretty close friend who I, we had a broke, I, I had two close friends that I broke up with, <laughs> that I broke up with during our podcast period. And with both of them, I knew they're both kind of fucking crazy. So it's like, I think about them, and I'm like, oh, like, those bitches are crazy. Like, th- that, it wasn't, I knew that it probably didn't have longevity because I was, as you progress in a friendship, you inevitably see people more clearly. They start to show their true colors, you know? And as a, a grown woman, you're like, that is not a grown, how a grown woman should act. Right. And so you kind of know who's not going to last. And like, even the ones that you didn't see it coming, it's like when they do show their ass, if, I think if you're a woman and you decide to cut off a friend, it's generally for a very, good reason and you got to honor yourself and be like all right bitch a little tear tear but keep it pushing because i have real friends i actually have friends that i fuck with that i've kept for a long time so i know it's not like it's just not it's, it's not for me yeah yeah i don't want it to be a problem for me i feel that it's just like something that came up for me recently and i'm like seriously like i don't even have time to grieve this right now i'm just so busy like i'm a mom like what and then it's worse when your friends are kids too it's just a whole thing and i'm like really like but like you said, like people show their ass, see the signs. And I used to be like that too. Like I had the, one of the friends who was a little bitch. Our kids were friends. And they did all these fun things together. But thankfully, my baby daddy maintained that friendship, and I don't have to. But like I had, I just had to release that too. Like I'm sorry, I can't, I can't fucking help your friendship because we're not friends anymore. My bad. <laughs> like can't do it. Sorry, my piece is more important than yours. I make the rules. You don't have a car. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. No, I appreciate y'all feedback. Like, obviously, like, I'm good and stuff, but it's always just some shit that is at the back of my mind. And, like, this person pops up and it's just like, why are friendship breakups the fucking worst? Because they hurt, just like regular breakups. It's just loving people and then de- uncoupling from them is is hard because you're in routine and you're used to calling them every day or every other day texting them. There's things you you start to do together. It's more about breaking the routine, honestly. Because the time away, eventually the time separates you any fucking way. This is also like advice. Like I would take for a relationship, even though I'm married, you know, like just apply that same shit to everybody. Just the same way. I love my friends the same way with like a romantic partner, you know, like you show up for your friends like that. Just it happens. You cook for them. You clean for them. 
you wipe their ass if they get a BBL. Like, <laughs> you're a good friend. You are wow. a good friend. You, if I ever get that, I'm calling you, okay, bitch. I'll I'm be, gonna, I'm gonna heal I'm, in listen, Ottawa. I'm coming to Ottawa to get my BBL. <laughs> I found a great BBL doctor. You know what? I might as well just do the BBL myself too. I'll give you guys a discount. <laughs> oh my god! Are you a surgeon? <laughs> No, no, no. Oh my God. She's like, well, speaking like, of I which, that. I, was like, I, looked at- I literally I have a whole group chat happening today about BBLs like happening in my phone currently real time while we've the been on here. LA People are sending ever, like, doctors. It's only, only 10,000. My friend is like, this is the ass I want. Well, oh, I'm, I'm, gonna re- I'm already researching Texas and Houston and Mexico. No, wait. At first, it, first it started out as a workout, like motivation. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, let's start- go, I want this ass. Yeah, let's go to the stairs. And then I don't know I'll, where the went, doctor came in. It went in. from like, meet me on this hike to let's just get asses. Let's just buy asses it's so funny you know what it was an intense incline to from working out to bbl but canadians are scared to get that for the most part so they do like the cupping you know like the suction Uh, how long does that last that's only last like a what one hour i don't know but i've seen like the results right after and it takes a few weeks to heal and honestly it looks terrible (laughs) i feel like it's not good for your blood vessels Uh, that can't be healthy that can't be I mean, I don't think either are. Neither are great. Yeah, we need to be proud of our our little butts, medium butts, like all the booties. Just get a little jiggle in it if you can, even if it's flat, and like call it a day. Shake some. Do some squats, whatever. Yeah. I agree. I mean, this is the body you got, you know? Take care of it, love it. You know? Yeah, I agree. I think I across all like spectrums, I think that's generally what it should be. If this is how you got here, you should probably keep it. Exactly. I agree, but also I have fake boobs. So I was like, I agree, but also my tits are fake. I was gonna say so. minus boobs. Everything you have, you should keep, unless it's just boobs. Because my are- tits are not real, but everyone else be natural. <laughs> Your tits are not real. They look so real. Thanks. They do look. They look good. I'm like talking like I know you guys in person. Um, no, but I, I think do it. I think I agree that we need to normalize just being comfortable with who the fuck we are. But I also agree with do whatever the fuck you want. But also, don't be mad when I make fun of you because you look fucking ridiculous. Looks like a Christmas like just, ham. Just you know, go at your own risk. That's all I'm gonna say. In all in yeah. all ways, <laughs> I don't agree with those little ass thighs and those big dumb diaper booties. We at least <laughs> proportion them, bitches. Come on, tell the doctor to proportion the hips to the ass, or else you're gonna look dumb. It's gonna look like a Christmas yeah. turkey. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, and also I see a lot of like younger girls get it, which is fine. Like, you know, do you, but you don't realize how much your hormones change as you like leave your 20s and get into your 30s. And like, I swear to God, like your hips get bigger, your your titties get bigger. Like sometimes it happens. So just wait. Just wait a second. But I'll let somebody else join. I love this so much. Thank you, ladies. And I'll keep listening in. I have a 14 year old boy who is growing through this pandemic it's so different to try to relate to him ideas mm. god i don't even know how i'm supposed to relate to a boy at a 14 year old boy in a pandemic that's tough i think for sure get him into like other so- like social activities together like maybe try something new together for the first time something that he wants to do that he's into like fencing i don't know why i thought of that but. fencing is that the most delicate masculine sport you could think of I like fencing where it's violence, but it's classy. <laughs> yeah. Cla- classy violence. You know, we both can get with it. Where I can drink outfits. a glass of wine before. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I mean, what boy wouldn't do that? Okay, well, maybe like a the break room. 
break room. Like breaking shit. There's those rooms where you can break shit all over. I think boys would like that. Race car driving? <laughs> risk your life. Basically risk your life. <laughs> oh, I know. Skydiving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like what boy would be like, yeah, I went skydiving with my mom. Get a tattoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get a tattoo. <laughs> These are two terrible. <laughs> why would you ask for parenting advice you know we're we're not there yet we're not 14 i don't know i will check back in in seven years i thought those were good ideas maybe river rafting maybe just go on a trip river raft go camping Mm, i don't know what kind of mom you are are you are you adventurer enough for that maybe teach him how to drive go take him and take him teach him how to drive go like that be your thing like a road trip once a week you guys go and like drive in the parking lot somewhere where he can feel like you're giving your trust. You're you're giving him his trust. You're spending time. He's feeling in control. I don't know. I think I don't know. I think that would be a good one. I was gonna say something because I remember. So you know what it is? I was thinking. Okay, I don't know what you're gonna say. I shouldn't say it. Okay. Well, I was thinking about like my dad, like me and my dad, like how we how one of the ways that we bonded was that like he would let me. We would go to Texas, and he would let me go out into the field, like back country and shit, and drive his truck. And I was probably like eight, seven or eight, maybe. But, like, it was fun for me. I felt like I was bonding. I felt like he trusted me and I trusted him and we were in this together. And it was, like, obviously I was younger, but I still think even a 14-year-old, like, they're starting to feel like – not starting. They've probably been feeling like they want to be independent. They want to feel like they are in control of their life in a way. And I think that could be cool. That's true. You feel like there's some independence in that. Yeah. Hi, ladies. What are your thoughts on single motherhood by choice? This is Miss Missy Kamala. I'm 34, financially stable, good support system from my family, but trash dating life. I have success. I have access to IVF and I'm debating whether or not to go ahead with it. Mm. I think it's hard, right? Like to me, 34 is not like you're not at the you're not at the last point of conception, you know, I know everybody's bodies work different and like some people get pregnant at 43. Some people stop get like have trouble at 35. I think if you, if everything's like working well and you don't have any reason, like you've gone to the doctor, you have no reason to like worry. If you want a relationship with someone and for it to have a, like a family together at some point, I think that I think you have some time to like, you know, hope that this trash dating life gets less trash. Um, that this is just my advice. Cause this is the advice I give my friends that are 34, the ones who are fucking freaking out. They don't have any kids, but everybody knows themselves and where they're at and what they want for their life. So I only, I always ask is like, okay, so say you have a baby and the baby's four and then you meet a guy that you like, really like and love like i don't know i guess he'll just come come in and take you know take you both just like with how it works with me but like maybe he'll be like why didn't you wait <laughs> why didn't you wait so i could be here from the beginning i don't know i'm thinking about the other person yeah i don't part. know i wouldn't like him do what you want to do for yourself i mean if that's what you if you feel like you're ready right now and i don't know like i feel like that's a really personal choice that only you can really answer um i think that me, I agree with Mila that like you're you're I mean, obviously go to the doctor, do the things you need to do. But I think if if love is what you would prefer and that's kind of what you're hoping, hoping for, like then go freeze your eggs and keep dating. Um, I don't know. I just 
I feel like God, there's so much pressure on women to like feel like they 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 need to be parents too. I mean, not not specifically this person who wrote in because I'm you know I'm I'm sure that you you truly do, but I think often like. It feels like you haven't, I feel like society makes you feel like you haven't completed your mission on earth unless you've been like been a mother of some sort. Yeah, that's very true. I think a lot of women's, a lot of women's expectation of themselves to have families and to have children may have come from society and we don't even realize it because like that's the only way, like most of the way we see women in any media format, like grown women Minus like sex in the city and the whole show was about Carrie finding a fucking man is about like, you know, like either you have a husband, you have a boyfriend and you're going to have kids like at a certain age. There's always this understanding that you're going to get knocked up and have a family and live happily ever after. So I think there takes a lot of like exploring if like, do you need it? Do you need that? Adoption. Auntie. Traveling without (laughs) traveling at the drop of a dime without ever having to check in with anyone doing whatever the fuck you want every single moment of the day, not paying for two people eating all your food it being only your food and no one else can eat your food because it's your fucking food and no one is there to to take it. Um, No, no loud noises. I mean, not to say if if you're sick and like not feeling well, you have a headache and someone's like, you said you're gonna make me tea. You said you're gonna make me tea. You said you're gonna make me tea. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I need a snack. I mean, just really think about it. Think real long and hard about it. It sounds cute until it's here. And don't get me wrong. My daughter is like the the sole purpose of everything. It's the, She's the really the inspiration behind even just sitting here right now. But shit, just make sure you are ready. Because, um, yeah, especially alone. That is, there's no one else there. <sighs> I mean, hopefully someone else gets there, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) What? Is the mom and son's sexual connection real? I know there is an unbeakable bond, but is is it rooted in sexual connection? It's been studied. um, I'm just wondering your thoughts. Okay, the study that you're referring to... Um, it is, I don't think it's a study of the, 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 the son and the mother having a sexual connection because they also compare it the other way with the daughter and the father. And it's a theory. And it says that at a certain age, um, the child, the female child at like four wants to kill the mother and, uh, marry the dad. Like so, there's there is a con like this study, like an older study of psychology. What that most most girls feel this way. It's just I I feel like it's a like a a standard that they put to to exemplify the intimacy in like and how we develop as children into adults. Just like you know, you say you you may date someone that's similar to your father. It's just the the psychology around the first female relationship as a boy is generally the mother the first real intimate male relationship for a female child and vice versa is, is the father. And so um, these, you know, as a child, there's no, there's really, we don't understand fully the concept of like a romantic love, a sexual love or a platonic love. It's just love. So there's like an intimacy there. So I think that the, 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 obviously the psychology behind it has truth. I think it's like Sigmund Freud. I forgot whose study it is, but it's a pretty like, 
it's a pretty like referred often referred to psychology study and obviously there's truth there um i'm trying to google it and all is coming up is why kids kill parents (laughs) like oh shit i'm trying to sound smart but i can't remember the fucking the, the, the fucking man who made this theory but um no there's definitely intimacy like there's a a form of intimacy but it's obviously not i don't think it's sexual and i think as a child you don't understand the difference so the lines are blurred but there is no really sexuality because you're just a kid i want when i was like your kid like wanting to like like touch your tits all the time yeah i mean that's just like a form of intimacy and sensuality when i was five humping i thought i should kiss my dad with tongue because i saw my mom do it okay (laughs) I did. I didn't warn him. I was just like, in my mind, okay, so this this is the only thing I could think of because this is the true thoughts of my five-year-old self. And it was like, huh, maybe I should try that. I didn't say, let me should talk to him about it first. I was like, let me just try it and see, is that, was that what's supposed to happen? Because I saw it happen. It was just like trial and error. So I just was like, <laughs> and he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> no? No. Okay. No, okay. Well, okay. Well, all right. So that's when I learned. It's also like I was five and I was like, huh, I wonder if hell is a bad word. And I wasn't sure. And instead of asking, I just said, what the hell are you doing? And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then I learned, you know, it's just like the, the theory of like learning and understanding. Well, well yeah, you intimacy as in, in the, as a form of a new human. You know, you're in this world and like there's these social constructs and these things of love and romance for obvious reasons. And, you know, you just don't really fully understand that concept as a child. And so you're just exploring love and intimacy in a in a rather innocent way. Mm hmm. Not that I ever tried to kiss my dad like that ever again. I'm just that was just point of reference. <laughs> thanks for the, thanks for sharing that, babe. I really appreciate that. I'm so glad that you got that out. I'll never forget it. I just was like, oh no, okay. I don't think he yelled at me. He was just like, what are you doing? Oh my god, that must be a fucking hilarious moment as a parent. Can you imagine? Uh, I wonder if he remembers. I wonder if I should ask him. Maybe not. Someone so said. Can you speak about rebuilding relationships after narciss- narcissist abuse? Oh, wait, hold on. It's based on, let's ask Tori because she's young and smart. It's based on Oedipus Rex, who was orphaned, then fell in love with his mom, who didn't know what, who he didn't know was his mom. It's a Greek story. Okay, so I think there's also a, a study too. Okay. okay, now what were you saying? Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Someone just said, how do you build relationships after, you know, being in a narcissistic abusive relationship? Um, I think it takes a lot of self-work. Alone work. It takes a lot of alone work. A lot of alone work. I I mentioned last, I don't know, one of these episodes. Oh, I think today's episode. Mm-hmm. I mentioned on today's episode, if you haven't listened to Now's the Time, um, that I was hanging out with an old relationship and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? This is crazy. This is abuse. Why was I taking this? And it was just like an epiphany. But I've done so much self-work and come so far from that because I was so broken. And, you know, it just takes like and I still got in a relationship with the narcissist. (laughs) So it's just constant, constant work of recognizing it and recognizing when you're not valuing yourself and putting yourself first and then removing yourself and being okay removing yourself faster and faster every time you recognize the red flags. Amen. Also, check out our episode with um, Megan Doherty. She's a narcissist expert loved bomb md i believe it's her instagram um is there a foot person in here uh-huh. oh should we 
Erica got my feet famous because Erica's feet are famous. This is not a good Check list. out my wiki page. <laughs> Cash up us. If you're, if you're on Patreon, Cash you will see us, these please. feet. Or are my feet clean on the bottom? I don't oh. know. Oh, oh, mine. Okay. That was for you, toe man. <laughs> or woman. I don't know. Okay. I think that's enough. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tori is so smart. Okay. Shout out to Tori because she's my favorite. One of my our favorite listeners, our OG listeners. Um, she said the study is Freud. I knew it, but he's a weirdo. Okay. Didn't know that. <laughs> and had a bunch of outlandish claims about pedophilia. Uh, okay. Well, maybe we'll scratch that. He wasn't smart. Never mind. Tori said he's not the one. He's not it. Okay. Well, you're right. Tori, fuck him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I need fuck to do, Freud. I fuck Freud and do more research. <laughs> I figured out why men cheat. It's scientifically believable. Me too. They're not as evolved. Okay. But they're genetically dis... Huh? Genetically... Disposition. Disposition to lie. That's why they cheat. Mm. Okay. Well, 